Hey everybody, welcome to Weekly Sunshine. I am Casey Kennedy, and this episode, I'm just going to be bearing my testimony of Jesus Christ. And this is really fun, because I actually, like, spoke on Easter Sunday, and I was just asked to bear my testimony of Jesus Christ. So I'm just going to be reading my notes from that meeting. And it was an epic meeting, oh my gosh. So many musical numbers, and two musical numbers. One of them was my dear friend and young woman leader, and she is an amazing person, and I love her voice. And she's saying, I know my Redeemer lives, and it is true. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that's all I could ever ask for. Um, so yeah. So speaking on Easter Sunday, it really got me thinking into like what has happened this week in like the history of things and so the passover right um you know the god of the old testament jesus christ um proved to the people in egypt that he was god um the israelites also fled egypt you know jesus christ led them out to a land of promise christ was born this week Um, Christ instituted the sacrament. He cleanses the temple from street vendors. (laughs) Um, He washed his disciples' feet. He suffered the atonement. He died for us. He was resurrected. And he continued to visit and teach in the Americas and beyond. That's crazy, you know? Just, like, this random special week in April just being the best week for a lot of people. Like, that's so cool. And for Jesus in particular, in in his mortal mystery, in his mortal ministry, like, this was exhausting. And, like, even for a son of God, right? I mean, I have exhausting weeks, too, and I haven't saved the world yet, so I mean, like, that's crazy. But the most amazing thing is, is that Christ is still not done ministering, right? In my study of justice and mercy, I have come to know that because Christ was innocent and he was still punished... I mean, through that, we, like, we are forgiven and we are given mercy. And if you think of it, Christ could be on the hook. Because he completed the task. The task which did save the world. But he still gives broken people grace. And he still extends broken people forgiveness. He still continues to heal the sick, bless the children, feed the hungry, teach the multitudes, humble the hypocrites, and redeem me. Christ may be on the hook, but he knows that there is still a work to do. And he is continuing his ministry through his face. And he is continuing his ministry through his faithful disciples and stewards. I know that I am foreordained to bear my testimony of Christ, and I know that he lives. He loves me and wants me to come home. 
Christ suffered so that when I suffer, he can wipe my tears. It's okay to sit in sadness, no matter how soggy, because Christ has and will continue to bring clarity to those moments of doubt and unbelief. Through Christ, I am whole. He makes my worst days not seem so bad when I look back at them, because all I see is him. When we are exhausted and our muscles ache and our rooms are still very, very, very messy, Christ examines our hearts. And he asks, are they soft? Are they humble? And do they beat for him? Who are we if not disciples of Christ? For we should lean not unto our own understanding and in all ways acknowledge him. We can be disciples of Jesus Christ by extending grace in the words we speak and the actions we do, even when we are frustrated. We can exemplify Christ because the work is not yet finished. Through Christ, we can be strong, courageous, and kind, and we won't have to be exhausted for long. I love my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know that I can call upon him after long, hard days, tears and all, and receive strength to continue to serve. Something else that I was thinking about this week was Christ's smile. I mean, that smile, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to feel the comforting hand on my back as we just sit in silence together. For the Last Supper... Christ sat next to John the Beloved, but also Judas Iscariot. And I cannot see Jesus have any glint of frustration or feelings of betrayal in his eyes. Judas already had planned his betrayal. He knew what he did was wrong. But Christ held him close and continued to show him mercy and continued to smile at him and forgive him and love him as he was. You know, I mean, I'd say I'm a pretty touchy-feely person. You know, when I sit by someone who I love, I rub their back and I sit close. You know, like, that's normal. (laughs) You know, we comfort each other with looks in our eyes, with, you know, unspoken conversations. And, you know, you can feel the love between two people sitting next to each other. But I know that Jesus' love is much greater than any love we could feel from anyone else. Because you can bet... That if Christ was sitting next to us, when we make our worst mistakes, he'll smile and manifest how much he does love us. He'll lean against us, rub our backs, and smile. It's crazy when someone tries to understand the vastness of the infinite atonement. But it's also the most incredible feeling to be able to feel the love of Jesus Christ. And I know that he lives and he is my redeemer. And I know that he loves me. 
and smiles at things I do every day. I challenge you guys to come to know Christ in that capacity, to be able to to find the instances where he's smiling upon you because you are a child of God and you are actively participating in the work because I know that he does know our works and he is so excited to see us again when we come home. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will see you guys next week.